all over the place i hope people do listen a surprise thursday evening episode here on the wicked awesome podcast i am matt soon to be joined by my buddy ceased out who i see just entered the chitty chat room and Possibly later being joined by Mr. Eric. And we'll see. They I texted him today. I'm like, hey guys, we're gonna I wanna do a show. I wanna do a show. You wanna come on and do a show with me? And uh they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll come on and do a show. Sure, why not? We'll do a show and Chris wants to talk about cow poop. And Oh, yeah, I want to talk about, uh, hey, rounding thirds in the house. I want to talk about a nasty, nasty, before we talk about cow poop, uh, hey, 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 I want to talk about a nasty, 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 I mean, really nasty. I'm talking about, like, uh, taking, like, uh, scrambled eggs, dropping them on the floor that hasn't been swept, so there's, like, uh, animal feces and urine all over the place and you pick it up and uh, eat the scrambled egg that kind of nasty it's pretty nasty of course now my computer's gonna act up on me again but bear with me uh, as that comes up i might be able to bring it up on my phone we'll see we'll see uh how you doing father brian all right welcome Welcome, welcome. Thanks for sharing the show. Chris Stout is a speaker. Hello, C. Stout. 
hey matt it says as a speaker it invites me as a speaker it says as a speaker i'm like as what a is a speaker what yeah, is a actually, speaker uh, do i have to make I... a speech yep chris's thoughts <clears throat> on the fly here we go oh geez oh no 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 we'll do that later yep. maybe, maybe i can come up i could probably come up with something off the top of my head but i don't know yet uh, yeah i'm sure you could i'm sure you could uh, my computer is acting up lately. Uh, everything's running slow. I'm trying to uh, get onto my face thing so I can read a, a message uh, to you that I got today. Uh, it was a doozy, but my computer's acting up. Hey, how the heck are you, man? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you? It's been a little while, right? Yeah, it's been a little while. I miss you. And what I'm discovering, if when I look at the stats of the shows that I do with you, the, the shows that I do with Eric... And the shows that we do together, those uh, tend to be the ones that people listen to most. Which ones? Uh, well, just uh, I think like the one that Eric and I did about the weird main laws, that one has a lot of listeners. There's an episode I did with you about I, don't, I can't even remember doing these episodes, but there's an episode I did <laughs> with you like uh, a month and a half ago. That one got a lot of a lot of a lot of views as well. Doing well, Father Brian. Glenn B. I think. Uh, hey, Glenn B. I think I listened to the one with you and Eric with the weird main laws. I don't know if I did the whole show yet. Um, I was listening to you this past week. I looked in mm -hmm. on. Uh, oh gosh, the the man from Brooklyn was how friggin' oh, hilarious. Gary, yeah. Um, yep. And yep. the nope. and the what was it? The Kevin's. The Kevin's. Yeah, the Kevin's. Yep. Right? Yeah, and the yeah, Kevin's yep. was pretty cool. I, you're really getting, you've got a craft, you know, you're really getting it down. Um, so oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So it's it sounded good. Yeah, I uh, let's. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. That one, uh, as I mentioned, if you haven't listened to the one that I did with the, the Kevin's the other night. Th that was uh, one that I wanted to do live here. They couldn't connect, which I felt really bad about because I wanted to get the interaction from the chitty chat room. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Tuesday, I yeah. don't mean to cut you off, but I kind of do mean to cut you off because I got to say, while it's on my brain, um, Tuesday, I was checking in and you had like seven minutes or 12 minutes and it was blank. It was nothing. And I was like, well, wait, I thought that was the night. So I knew you probably had technical and then was it later that night so the next day i got that you tried it again at 9 30 <clears throat> so i got this next morning and it was in your i think live portion of the show and you probably dumped it but it was yeah. you uh, swearing a lot and a lot of blank airs so in my head it was like uh what was it i i named it like blank and stank or something because blank and stank it was like, that's a good it was that's like a good you name were, you, yeah, you were mad. You were like, what that you were like, damn, 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 damn. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it must have not worked. And then you must have got them the next day. And then you still had computer problems from what I heard on the show. And then you did the uh, the Zumba. Yeah. Well, what happened was we did a Zoom immediately after we did the Zoom interview, like immediately after they couldn't connect. So we did that, and then I went back and edited all of that through Audacity. It took me forever. But after I did the Zoom interview with those guys, I came back into the live room, and uh, a young lady called in from Dallas, Texas. Some of you were there, and she kind of uh, led the show. 
for a while until my computer completely crashed and cut her off. Uh, and that oh, one I have. That's that's what I heard. It yeah. was you go. I lost her. That's what I heard. So yep. the thing that I heard it was probably before you dumped it because it wasn't published. I think maybe because I look for your stuff. I'm like I can't find anything. I'm getting frustrated. And you and this is exactly what it opened up with in the first few seconds. You said I lost her. Oh, I, uh -oh. I hope we get her back. Her. And then yep, you were like, damn, exactly. and then you, were, and then a few seconds of silence, a damn, 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 damn. And I'm like, is this actually his show now? Like he went from really being great to like, uh, if this is his show, I don't know what he's doing. He seems like Michael Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, it's one of those things for a while I was, I had my phone going and I was in the chat room and then my computer went blank. I couldn't hear crap supposedly people could still hear me then everything just collapsed and anyway um i don't know if she'll ever show up on the show again or not that was that was an interesting call um I so she was like very intriguing and like interesting uh rounding third would you say intriguing and interesting father brian would you say intriguing and interesting or just more fun or something so so she hey. called in but you were but you were enjoying it right yeah 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 she was a good call and yeah i was enjoying it um hey foot fetish guy uh, the foot fetish it's guy not to, it's not to say she might not look you up again like your show up again and, and join in again i mean it would be uh you know a terrible thing if she was that interesting and, and wouldn't show up again that would be weird you know yeah 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 it, it would be it would be you know but i think uh, you know like at least she was fun you're right sup wicked hey the foot fetish guy did you know there's a guy on podbean that has a foot fetish show did you there's, know that stuff? there's people everywhere that have foot fetishes oh yeah yep yeah and this guy he he's kind of the podbean part of the podbean community now and he's entered the live room uh, so excellent I'm glad so to see that. there's actually foot fetish on yep. two that means two things there's actually what foot it? fetish on you can't get enough of people's feet which i'm disgusted by feet and then there's a foot fetish where people do things with their feet on your area yeah yeah so Believe there's all kinds so so there's varying there, there's different types of foot fetish guys out there that's what we're saying Feet are disgusting to me. I can't yeah. even stand my own. Uh, Father Brian says she preys on older males, then makes the guys sound like assholes. Yeah, she was intriguing. Uh, she did. Uh, yeah, she did have uh, 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 some interesting views on that type of thing. I tried to play. So it. I, Father I, Brian I mean, has I, the I, inside I, scoop. It well, like. it, it's she just no. She went off on a rant and all that and. I kind of felt like uh, I really wanted it. Like I told her, I really wanted to talk in a Dr. Phil voice because I felt like that's kind of where the show was going. Supposedly. Oh, really? Yeah. Supposedly Dr. Phil actually asked her to be on his show. Uh, Are you kidding me? Oh, that's yeah, yeah, she yeah. told you that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Did you, so uh, you wanted to just go to her. You wanted to say, uh, listen, honey, this is what you're going through and you need to hike up. Exactly, exactly. If you want to put on the uh, now, the accent now for this the is South, what you yeah now now this what? is what you th this is what you need to look at. Yeah. It's oh like, God, you're really good at it. That's great. Like, you know that these older men that you say Man. 
or like yeah, your yeah. dad that are replacing your father in some way are bad for you, but yet you keep going back. You know yeah, that yeah. you don't want to play that role of just making supper while he works and while you play, you know, the golden trophy wife. You're so actually you better. Deep. <laughs> you're, Matt, you're actually better Dr. Phil than Dr. Phil. Like, I, I was amazed right there. The only thing I would suggest is you always have to, when you're trying to make a statement in the South and you're really upset, you have to put the H before the W. So you have to go, when, what, if what you want is, you got to do a <laughs> little bit of the, but you got it. You sounded like him. I, I was impressed. But when you're doing impressions in a comedic sense, you have it down because you're emphasizing kind of those uh, little quirks that he has. So you did that quite well. Yeah. Um, kind of scrolling back up because Father Brian just made a good point. Uh, strippers with daddy issues tend to blame the clients. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, never I don't know. They never, they, they never, never blame, blame me, me for that shit. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't know. It seems like I talk. I've been talking a lot about strippers, and the next person I'm uh, scheduled to interview actually is a stripper. But however, I mean, I invited her on because she has actually a really good podcast. So um, I, I don't know. Maybe I should delay that. It seems like strippers have been a pretty uh, big topic here uh, lately. Yeah. yeah, I you know I you know you strip you don't strip I. They're putting their kids through school. This is what I know about strippers, all the ones I met. Okay. Yeah. They put, they're trying to put their kids through school and they're going through school themselves. Like they want to raise their kids. They're going through college. So I always was really compassionate toward that. I was like, man, I'll help you in any way you can. I can. And they said, well, will you want to come back for a dance? And I said, no. And I'm not buying you a drink. When I say I'll help you, do you need to talk? to me and they said no <laughs> hell now and then they would throw like their drink at me and i said oh. now i know that was water because you didn't pay for a drink so i i got in trouble a lot of times in strip bars over the years um I see. I one see. of the most famous down here was lollipops back in the day and anything went back then and uh man did i have fun and i never gave them money or 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 catered <laughs> uh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, so, and some strip clubs have really good breakfast buffets or hamburgers. No, you know? no, yeah. no. There's you always know, burger in there. There's always a burger, but no, no. Uh, hey, I no. knew a guy that I knew a guy in Massachusetts. Um, I didn't go to the strip club, but he had a strip club in his hometown. And he said he went there because the uh, they made really good hamburgers. He, so he'd go no. in there. Yeah. Oh, oh God. The, the, oh God, yeah, man. They used to, uh, in New Jersey, they had a buffet, like a certain night or whatever. And then they, the guy would go, the owner of the club would bring a girl over and just set her on top of the whole bar in front of you because we were, uh, good customers, frequenters. And oh, he'd be like, you want anything to eat? And I was like, we don't want, we, I said, we don't want food. And then he'd bring over his best girl and set yeah. her in front of us and lay her out in front of us, like do shots off. And I'm like, it's never a culture. I loved going to strip bars, but it wasn't a culture that I, I wanted to. Um, I didn't want to touch yeah. the girls. Well, yeah, because they probably all have a low grade temperature. Not that I. Oh man, that was it's gross. That was I, a that was a general term. I, I'm such a jerk. I shouldn't have said that. I, I was, but I was trying to be funny. 
Yeah, the Riviera. <laughs> I love the Riviera, but yeah. Yeah, but and also getting back to the uh, breakfast buffet and the hamburgers, I do find that food and nakedness just don't mix very well. I mean, I don't want to. No, like, you don't. Uh, yeah, I don't you're eat. not there for that, though. Well, right. <sighs> I don't want to eat when I'm naked. I don't want to eat around naked people. Did you ever bring a, a plate of food in when you were about to do your wife in the in the room? No. That's Did you gross. ever go? Hold Gross. on, honey. Hold on. No. Maybe we can do this at the same time, and we can no. enjoy food and each other. No. Of course, it's grout. It's th- that's it's disgusting. Nasty. It's nasty. Oh. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Oh. It's like uh, making a big thing of popcorn before you watch a porn movie. I mean, why would you? You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. No. I mean, well, you know. yeah. I mean, if I was going to watch it with somebody, I would make the popcorn with the hole in the bottom of the bucket. And say, do you want some popcorn? Of course you do that. I don't know if I, I mean, I think, I don't, I wonder if anyone's actually done that. Yeah. I don't know. What? You cut a hole in the bottom. I mean, think about all the work that has to go into that. You got to actually take the container. That is, that you get the if you got a girl with a sense of humor who's into you, so she's going to do you anyway later, and she's got a sense of humor, of course you do that because it makes her laugh. And then she's like, silly, you want to go? And then you walk in the room with a bucket on you and just dump the popcorn out. While you're walking, that is hilarious. It is, yeah. Probably I mean, not. I haven't good... done it. I've never yeah. done that. <laughs> uh, just for the butter, I'll let you know. Show research, rounding third. Um, well, the, you probably don't want to do that on a first date. Uh, I, I would say you wouldn't want to do that on a first date. Yeah. yeah. I know. I tried it once, and then she stayed for like a week, and I was like, I can't even get her out of here now. So you're right. Don't don't uh, do it on first dates. They'll never leave. Yeah, stealing something from the guys that I just interviewed, gutting the sacred cow. One of the movie reviews that that their guest uh, a guest does is Taxi Driver, and in Taxi Driver, Robert De Niro takes Sybil Shepherd to a Robert movie. De Niro. Robert Bobby Robert De Niro takes you know Sy- him that way. No, no, no. I'm just talking about the movie. Robert De Niro takes whatever his character's name is in Taxi Driver, takes Sybil Shepherd out on a date, first date, and he takes her to a porn theater. You know, think about that. That's weird. That's weird. I mean, uh, you don't, I, I would say that that's not a good is first it, date. Is it, though? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I, mm, I mean no, I've never know, done that, that, but. Yeah. Eh, I mean, they don't. If, porn, porn if there was one in Waterville, sense. I would have done. I think I would have done it in Waterville. I, you you want to go to? You would have taken a, a girl. Honey. You would have taken a young lady out on a first date to a porn theater. Listen, I'm going to tell you a little story. In Augusta, okay. Maine, there was a, a ground round, mm-hmm. and years ago, I think I took my sister's uh, tourist station wagon, and I would frequent this bar in Augusta, Maine, and then I, uh, and the clown in there. Was like a chick. I, I could tell she was a chick, and uh, she would fold the balloons for the kids in the restaurant part, and I would sit at the bar. And I liked the bartender for a while, and then uh, one night, the girl goes, "Well, I'm getting off work soon." The clown, Bobo the clown, or whatever they called her, mm-hmm. and she comes in. I'm like, I don't know what I'm in for here. She goes, "I go, you want to go to a movie or something?" And she gets all of her stuff off, and then she walks up to me, and I'm like, "This must be her." And she was a long-haired Mexican girl beautiful way younger than me probably five years younger than me and uh i had and then we of course we missed the movie time in augusta 
So I had to drive her in this tourist station wagon to a Waterville, Maine. And then we missed the theater out there too. They were all, Oh, it's just oh. terrible. They were closed. Oh. And then she goes, my parents are out of town. Uh, Ooh. I'll bring you to the play. So, but I took a chance with a clown is what I'm saying. And it worked wow. out. Wow. Which is kind of sick. Story. I want this story to go on. I'm kind of liking this story. Well, it go, oh, no, because after this part of the story, it gets kind of de- like dirtier. Ooh, it gets dirty. It gets dirty. That's so. That's a story for playing at ADHD. <laughs> uh, probably. I'll I'll call in if Father Brian will let me call in. I'll tell the whole story. And um, by the way, Matt, you are letting everybody go wild on your show. You got very good at being an interviewer. And thank you. But now there's no potty mouth, and so I'm always cut off from my potty mouth. <laughs> I see. I see. So with <laughs> so. Yeah, it's been I'm, a little I'm, bit I'm looser lately. I mean, I spent, I, I think my profanity has increased a little bit. I'm good about not using the F word and certainly not using female body part, uh, female genitalia uh, anyway. Like vagina Chris, or something? Chris, you just muted yourself, I think. I, I did. I was going through the squeaky door. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's part. That's become part of the show. Hey, rounding third. Could you share this uh, with this episode? This uh, episode with Eric, because uh, I, I can't do it from my computer because it'll mess things up. If you don't mind, you don't have to. I'm not telling you what to do. Get a new computer. Well, no, it's not the computer. It's just a text. I can't do it from my computer to Eric's phone. Yeah, and if now we, oh, uh, thank, uh, no, real classy rounding, uh, yeah, real classy. Awesome. Those That's of you who awesome. can't see it that are uh, do are that are listening to this like five months later, rounding third just put a bunch of middle finger emojis. Uh, if we all send you, you know, twenty dollars for a computer, will it help? <laughs> no, my computer is fine. It's just uh, what it is is me being not tech savvy. Yeah, clean it out, clean her out. Cleaner, I'm gonna have to. I, I have actually. I'm starting to get to the point where I have audio files on here that I do have to clean out. So, and Father Brian just put a bunch of bunnies. It looks like are those bunnies? Oh, stuff? that's peace signs in a are peace. peace it's signs. peace symbol. He's doing the throwing up the peace sign in a peace symbol. Oh, okay. If John Lennon would have come up with that, Father Brian would have to be paying money to the Beatles right now. Exactly. Isn't that's really cool, Father Brian? And my eyes are bad, so it's amazing that I even saw that. Um, yeah. So oh, my eyes are my eyes are terrible. Yeah. Moving on. Mm-hmm. So we're actually going to play in what about a month? A little over a month together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cock and balls. Okay. So uh, sorry. <laughs> rounding third. Stop it. Stop it right now. Stop so, it. Rounding third. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop sending the sick emojis. Um, you, you, he's sending uniporn on my in the chicken. uniporn. <laughs> so <laughs> so we're gonna be playing. Um, are you prepared? You got the set list. Are we gonna be prepared, or am I? Stop. We of course, doing? we're gonna be prepared. Jesus. Yes, we're gonna be prepared. We're always. I prepared. love that you're always that way. You know what? The best thing about a musician is, I'm a like musician. you is. I'm a yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when I said our band's kind of like a fake band? You said, no, we're a real band. We play real music. We play in front That's of people. That's true. We do. We you do. put you put me in my place that year. I was like, you know, we got together after so many years and we're like, we just fake our way through it. And we, 
and you're like, so we're not a real band. You put me in my place. So what I'm going to say about you is, yes, when you play bass, um, you always answer me like, of course we're going to be prepared. And I love that. You never go, oh, you know, I don't know if I can get through the songs. I'm busy. Uh, by then, I don't know if I'll know them all. But I'll... that's what I love when you're like, no, because it gives me confidence to know that well, you're the fact of the matter is i mean it's kind of like what i'm doing here i'm not going to take it too seriously i'm going to take it i take it seriously enough that i want to entertain whoever the heck listens to this and it's the same thing with music i mean i do have a i do have a day job that un, that i will not be able to quit anytime soon and that's okay that's okay and we don't change much of our repertoire you know so if you're going to play once a year, of course we missed last year. Um, yeah. I, I think I changed out five songs this year or something, but they're still basic bluesy songs, maybe one from the 90s, which is still 30 years old or something. But right. um, we, but it's very, you know, it's muscle memory for guitar and everything. I have a problem with working my voice. So I've been doing that actually early this year. I, I started hey, about Eric's three weeks ago. Yeah. Eric. Yeah. Eric. So I, I think I, I, have I think to remember my emojis aren't showing up. I'm sorry, my emojis aren't showing up very well. I think Father Brian meant to just do an f bomb in emojis, uh, but on the computer in my chitty chat room, it doesn't show completely. But I believe that's what Father Brian was trying to do. Well, it is. It's an f bomb. With the bomb. Yeah, I've f seen that before. Yeah, so it's not showing up completely in uh, on my computer chitty chat room. Uh, I may, yeah, yeah. It it shows up better on the on the on the phone. It's it's weird. Podbean is weird when it comes to the computer. And rounding third looks like has a but. What's rounding third doing here? Uh, what what is his emoji thing? I can't quite read that. I I don't know what they're doing. Martini glass. It's a martini glass, but something tells me there's more there. Again, we can't. It's hard for us to see it. Well. Yeah, yeah. It's a glass of martini. Oh, okay. He made a glass out of martini glasses. You see how that works? He's quite the addict, that rounding third. Yeah. 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 I think he it's ought very, to have an art gallery show we're, with his having, emojis. This, is, this, this, this uh, conversation's gotten very deep. Uh, it's, it's Every conversation on this show is uh, very intellectually stimulating intellectually yeah, emotionally that. and uh, yeah stimulating uh, stimulating yeah, that's a good yeah. word stimulating yeah yeah let's go to let's go to pbs and be like yeah let's yeah. just show uh, a little painting of a show a little portrait. painting of this uh, little tree let's show, yeah. let's let's show a portrait of a tree over here oh yeah. eric thank you eric. call in just save us eric how you doing eric uh, i'm doing well how are you guys doing i'm doing good you home from work yet yes sir that's good. That's good. Did you have a hard day at work? <laughs> Wasn't too bad. Not too bad. Not since two thousand seven. Yeah. Not since yeah. two thousand seven. Yeah. Uh -huh. yep. No, it wasn't bad at all. Sorry. That's that's I'm, good. Uh, I'm so I, I, yeah. Do you guys? I created a face thing, on a wicked awesome page. Do you guys ever ever see it on your face thing uh, feed? No. Mm, no. Yeah, see, this is what's happened with uh, Facebook. So I create a separate page from my personal account 
for the Wicked Awesome Podcast. And what I'm discovering is Facebook is recognizing it as a business page, and they constantly ask me to boost my ad, meaning I have to pay money. Uh, and so, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. Then I see the engagement. So when I share the show on this page, sometimes only like 10 people see that I posted this. So I got a credit. Somehow I got a credit through Facebook. I'm not going to drag this story out too long. It's, it's, it's okay. It's very interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Uh, to boost the ad. So I press, okay, I'll take this $5 credit so I could boost the ad for this page for like the next week. So, and I don't know how it works. I don't know if it just gets sent out on uh, random people's messengers or if it I just didn't shows get up. anything. So, well, yeah, and I don't think I, I don't think I have any control over it. It should go to your friends first, you would think, if you're paying money. But um, yeah, I guess they consider that your friends would get it first if you told your friends. But I don't, I don't know how that works. It's like weird, weird and scary. I don't, I don't it goes either, to Russia. Right? That's what it it's is, a, probably it's a Russian, or China, Russian conspiracy, or China. Or China. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it goes. Apparently, it shows up on this guy's who I've never met before, before messenger feed. And it says, hi, Roy, please let us know how we can help you. Then it's my show. And Roy's. Uh, did I just say his name? I did. I. OK. I well, we don't know his last name. Settle down. Yeah. OK. Sorry, Roy. He's just, he's just a Roy. To, uh, sorry, Roy. Okay. Rogers. Uh, but anyway, he, he, he so it says, hi, Roy, please let us know how we can help you. And his response to me was, F you, bitch. So I'm sitting. Yeah, but, at that, work, but if I'm you're getting work, an advertisement, I, I get that, though. Kind well, of. I didn't know. So I all I see is uh, my, on my messenger this morning during work, uh, some random guy who I've never met before messaging me saying, F you, bitch. So I'm like, and I responded just why, and why do I get this pleasant greeting? Question mark. That's a, your effing auto response said, leave me the F alone, asshole. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. And I'm like, oh, okay, not my intent. As I don't have control over who the ad gets sent to, which I don't. But Well, that's. That's like if you, back in the day, you picked mailboxes, which you can't touch anymore because they're, they've always been federally owned, a mailbox, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've so never if you put a letter, mailbox. you're not, well, we, <laughs> have we well, met? that's another no. story. Can we, that's another show, but that's a federal class D offense. I know, pers you know, it, pers it well, is. I know a guy, I know a guy yeah. when he was a kid who did this shit. But uh, so um, you can't put a letter in a mailbox. You can put it on their fucking door, which is weird, but you can't put it in a mailbox. So what they're getting away with, just like when I get texts or emails about, are you going to sell that home or a home I already sold? They just like, and I, I'm kind of that way, Matt. I'm like, F you. Like, how did you get my number? You know, when it's a text, I'm like, get, yeah, lose I my number. Yeah, and I can and I can kind of see his point because he's just getting this random Facebook message. But his final response was after I said I don't have control over the ad gets sent to, which he's apparently I do because his last response was, "That's how you set it up, f you." And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because he because he thinks you're being a dirtbag. Listen, blame that guy uh, who's the young guy who started this company that f 
face thing? Uh, that's Mark Zuckerberg. Yes, thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. So, I mean, Zuckerberg, whatever. I I got confused. Yeah. Uh, So, Rounding Third says, yeah, I'll put that on a t-shirt. I assume you're referring to the F-U bitch. I should put that on a t-shirt. The F-U bitch. Okay. And that can be like a slogan for the Wicked Awesome Podcast. (laughs) But I used to have a shirt that said, I had a shirt that said, F-U, go F yourself. (laughs) <laughs> i also be... had a shirt down here that said in bloody letters on a black shirt it was dripping blood it said i hate this town and i'd wear it and in daytona and it makes so people so mad i was like what what's going on they're like why would you say that i had a uh, uh when i was teaching uh, uh many many years ago there was we had a pretty relatively strict dress code in the sense that you can't wear t-shirts that are sexually suggestive or have alcohol tobacco or drug references so one day this kid comes into school he's got like a chamois shirt over his t-shirt he unbuckles uh, unbuckles he unbuttons his chamois shirt opens it up and he goes hey mr Mm, i'm not going to tell my last name here even though you guys all know it uh is this shirt uh okay and what it is it's a woman topless back to wearing a thong holding a bow and arrow and aiming it at a deer and it says i'm i hunt white tails year round we've all seen similar uh, t-shirts as to that well go on go but on it, but, but well it's just interesting that that this 14 year old young man didn't had to ask me if that t-shirt was appropriate or not uh, <laughs> and, and i would say uh no no that, that, that's not appropriate so uh, you button that well, when you're a kid up. you don't know i mean come on i wore oh, things come on. When you're four, oh, come on stout you know that you i wore wear. that iggy pocker off shirt where you it looked like Russian, and you folded it up, and it said "F off." I wore that. Well, I was yeah, given it he... by uh, Robbie Golgano. The Golgano, or uh, his mom, was getting rid of shirts, and then I realized when you folded it, it said it looked like it said Iggy Popper Pocker off, and then it just said, "Yeah, whatever." And then uh, when I was in second grade, once again, I've told you guys the story. Uh, I had to turn a shirt inside out. Not second grade, first grade. I had to turn the shirt inside out, sent to the office, didn't know why, uh, for uh, Farrah Fawcett, that famous poster. And it was on a T-shirt, and I was, I was living in a beach community. I didn't think anything of it, and then I was very embarrassed by why yeah. I had to go to the office, you know. But yeah. uh, turn, yeah. turn your shirt inside out, I was shamed. Yeah. yeah, very, very, very embarrassed, very embarrassed. Well, I would too. Yeah. Well, I was a uh, little kid. I mean, I was in first grade, you know. Oh, welcome to you know who that just came in the studio. Um, I I know who that is. Okay, the the person that has XX one with all those numbers beside it. Can you see that? Can you guys see that? No, no, no. It's it just yeah. keeps giving me support. Thank you for listening. Support. Send a gift. Send a gift. Send a gift. Send a gift. I so I don't I don't it's really right. know how to. No, I don't, I don't know no, how to I don't shut think, off send a gift. Yeah. No, I don't think Roy's going to be listening to my show, apparently. Uh, yeah, but that's interesting. I, <clears throat> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting when, it's interesting how this works. So I think I'm going to have to drop the Wicked Awesome <clears throat> Facebook page because it's not reaching other people. The Twitter page does. 
But if Facebook wants me to pay, <coughs> excuse me, if Facebook wants me to pay for uh, advertising this show, I'm, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, and I don't know if there's a way to get around it or not. Uh, but that's my opinion. I welcome yours. If it's, but if it's not going <laughs> to, I say, what's the point? Fred Nutter. Fred Nutter. Yeah, we all remember Fred Nutter. That's our opinion. We welcome your. We welcome yours. Father Brian wouldn't wouldn't remember that because Father Brian's not from Maine. It's yeah. so sad that his name was Fred Nutter. You know, if you think about it, it's like well, we respected yeah. him, but it's like oh 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 Fred. Uh, oh. Well, think about where Nutter is used in our language. There's fluff and nutter. Fluff and nutters are good. Right. Right. And then you have nutter butter. You're just putting two things together. Like on porn sets, there's a fluffer. And then the guy after the fluffer is a... It's a... You never watch porn, do you? uh, No. I'm too too old to watch that kind of stuff. There's a fluffer and then a... Uh, no, uh, <laughs> it's not a no, sandwich. Sorry. Well, there can be a sandwich if you think about yeah. it. Like, what the frick? Uh, <laughs> Donna, uh, Donna's in the studio. Shut up, Eric! Know? You're like eating food. I don't know what you're doing. You are you into the Oreos? It's like a plastic container. You keep cracking it. <laughs> yeah, frig you! Oreos don't go into this temple. And Oreos you're into the frig. Oh yeah, sugar is the enemy. And also, you're in a tunnel. So every time you talk, nobody can hear you. It's like, there's a standard. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. Stout, 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 stout. <laughs> I love that guy. Donna says, I'm lurking. Yes. Yeah, you kind of are. Uh, there's a lot of lurking that goes on in uh, Pond Outside your bushes? Well, I live on the second floor like Luca. And uh, so if she if uh, she's looking through my windows, she wouldn't be looking through the bushes. She would have to get a ladder and climb up unless she's like Spider-Man or is just a really good mountain climber, ice climber. Nobody gets the reference too. I love that you just threw that in. I'm like, Luca. I used a Luca reference on uh, Father Brian's show the other night. They were talking about, yeah. I guess there's a TV show named Luca. So they start talking about Luca. And I'm like, and I and I chime in. I go, does Luca still live on the second floor? Ah. Father Brian, Father Brian got it. I, and he was the only one that got it. He's the only one that got it. And it made me feel incredibly old. It's like wow. I live upstairs from you. Yeah. Though you've yes, never you've seen, seen me before. before. Yeah, good. Yeah. And then uh, he started talking about. You remember that TV show, Perfect Strangers, with. Uh, Balky and cousin Mary. Yes. Oh goodness. Yes. You, yeah, we all remember that was that was good. So oh then, God, it was good. Started, but now I look back, I'm like, oh God, that's kind of scary. Oh yeah, yeah. It was funny at the time. It probably doesn't uh, t- stand the test of time, if you will. But Father Brian starts talking about that. The, this is a true story. So I'm usually good about this kind of thing. Uh, he was trying to f- remember the name of the actor that played bulky and i'm like oh yeah that's easy that's pierce brosnan and i'm like feeling all no, good about myself. but it's it but it pierce. sounds similar it does it does and then in the middle of the night yeah. i woke up it weirdest thing in the first pierce thing brosnan mind, was Bo- james bond right he was james bond remington steel the british remington steel yeah 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 and the british guy he was both so i wake up and i'm like that wasn't pierce brosnan that was bronson picho that was bronson <laughs> picho it's yeah. like 
and it really bothered me. It like it, it actually kept me up for a few minutes. <laughs> I remember that show so well that the leader of his tribe, because you never knew where he was from, it was one of those things, right? They wrote in. The leader of his tribe was the uh, Piggly Wigleaky. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's how stupid I am. I watched all those cheesy shows. Like, I thought they were hilarious. I thought they were funny. And oh, here's one. Tri- yeah. He was in a tribe, and it was like the Piggly Wigleaky. And he would go off the cuff, I guess, during the shooting. They would film, and he would just say things. Um, Bronson P- Pinchot would just say, he the 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 cousin would go well, who is it? And he's like my le- the piggly wig leaky, and he would just say that, and the audience would laugh. And I was like, Dude, that's kind of weird, <laughs> but it worked, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's sure. a, hey, I have a trivia question about that show. What was the name of the dance that Bulky used the to happy do? Dance. Very close, very close. It's not the happy dance. It's the dance of joy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's give it up. Good Lord. So Eric. you watched it too, Eric? Of course he no. did. No. Of course he did. <laughs> I did. This he goes, friggin', no. This friggin' three channels, Stout. Three, That's we right. had three channels. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing else to watch. I remember uh, Eric and I That's used to go. That's why we watched it. Right. And then. We could rent movies from Hilltop Store up on Knox Ridge. Yes, and I remember Eric and I used to rent movies that had nakedness in them. Uh, no. that was kind of, yeah, that was a criteria that they had yeah. to Yeah, that they had to have nakedness. And we watched a lot of bad movies. We yeah, watched they're, they're a, easy now. You you are going to get me in trouble with my mother. Uh, do your mother you think your mother actually listens to this? Wait a minute. Fluffer Nutter just joined. Yeah, that's, not, that's rounding third. So Eric wouldn't be in nice. trouble with his wife. He'd be in trouble with his mother. I, I you know, I, I Eric, your mom is great. I, I love your mother, but so, but you wouldn't be in trouble with your wife for all this. Although we grew up with your wife too. She's very uh, compassionate. Yeah, yeah. We were 13, 14 years old when we rented movies. I mean, it's just. God, I, mean, I remember that when the Hilltop had the movies. But yeah. like Eric was saying before that, we had black and white. Uh, at least I did. I had a 13 inch black and white TV, three channels, mostly PBS. I wasn't allowed to watch it on weeknights except for one hour. And then weekends. I think I would sneak down and watch Saturday Night Live and Welcome Saturday Night Live TV would TV. end and our TV would end at what, 11? Yeah. It wasn't 12, yeah. so you'd watch half of Saturday Night Live and then it would... No, they played all of Saturday Night Live. They did do that. No, 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 no. When I was a little kid? No, no. They didn't Matt. that. They, Matt, they when you were when we were kids, you probably weren't even allowed to watch TV. I'm talking when we were kids in sixth or uh, second grade or whatever. I would go home, I would sneak yeah. downstairs. I was raised by liberal hippies, so they would go to bed and do their pot and probably hump, and oh, I no. would go downstairs to the. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, no, I'm being honest, and I would go downstairs to the orange carpet where everybody would dance dance party to. Uh, um, uh, what do you call them? Those lights, uh, the geez, that was the strobe lights. The whole, no, the, no, 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 the Disco whole lights. living room. 
No, it was uh, black lights. Oh, black lights. So it was yeah. an orange fluff carpet, black lights, and, and uh, albums. And they would play those. And when they went to bed, the little TV in the living room on Saturdays, I would go down there mm-hmm. and watch Saturday Night Live for it was an hour and a half long show. So I think it ended, it started at 1130. Mm. So it, it started at 1130. And then it yeah, ended yeah. at 1230. It ended at 1230. Yeah. And then yeah, but our TV would our TV would go Danton and and then it was ants. It was Fred, it was Danton and boop, Fred Nutter, and then ants. And we never got to see Fred the full Saturday Night Live. Fred but you Nutter never probably to, got to stay up for that because you're Fred like, Nutter came, no, you got it wrong. Fred Nutter came before Saturday Night Live. It was the Channel 2 News Center News. Then there was the Fred Nutter commentary. And yeah, but you couldn't Saturday stay up Night probably. Live. Your parents were like, get to bed. No, they, no, my parents let me stay up. They let me stay up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling did. you, I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll fight you over it. One. I'll fight you over it, damn. You. I'll friggin' fight you, bud. I'll friggin' <laughs> arm wrestle you over this, man. Yeah. No, people who live, I mean, I wish people could help. Next me thing you know, I don't even have a black and white TV. No, Stout, you didn't even have black and white. You probably had a full screen 42 inch. No, you were raised by hippies. I'm surprised you. Yeah, even I had. was. You, you, probably, I, I, you probably had to act out your own programs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. After you ate, <laughs> after you ate your tofu and uh, <laughs> organic vegetables, <laughs> and, right? Yeah. Oh God! Uh, yeah, you acted them out in your Birkenstocks, and I probably uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't wear Birkenstocks. Screw you guys! I'm out of here. No, just kidding. I uh, yeah. it was it was fun, you know, being a kid. I'll tell you this: I knew who I was at a young age, but. It was also cool being raised by liberals because, man, I was so responsible, but they, so what, they didn't care. How come, not, didn't care. how come you're not liberal now? I mean, I mean, I, we've had this conversation before. I think yeah. because way back when I was young, I was very annoyed by the upbringing. Like, in other words... I wanted some kind of structure and they didn't give it. So I did love the idea that I could do whatever I wanted, but also it was like, wow, um, I don't feel <laughs> like I'm being parented. I'm not being Rounding parented third, at all. Rounding third says he got better. I'm not broke anymore. Eric goes, the fever broke. The fever broke. I thought you were going to say forever broke, um, but no, yeah, it just, yeah. um, it just, I was so opposite and different than my upbringing. I don't get me wrong. Like I said, I loved that they were free spirited hippies because it gave me a lot of leeway. But I also liked the fact that I, in my head, I was like, geez, this seems weird. It seems too, it wasn't structured at all, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then they got mad at me in later years. They, they shunned me. They were like pissed. Well, you know, that's, it's... What, that's what liberals do. That's what liberals do. Yes. No, I believe that. I mean, I was raised by them, so I do hey, get I, it. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, but uh, but uh, I'm a liberal, and I am reason. I mean, I, I feel like I'm accepting of all types of people. Uh, I mean, I I, I I try. 
I try. But you know, you when you different. get raised, you yeah, yeah. You and you get raised with experience. So in other words, I'm not trying to put down liberals and I'm not trying to put down Democrats because here's my view on this. Mm-hmm. Back in the day everybody was fair. I think the division these days is not fair from both parties. I really don't I think we're trying to be against each other instead of work together. So back in the day you could be you know, like-minded or laugh at each other or understand each other. I feel like it's so divided now. It's like you just get pissed when the other side talks. That's my opinion. We welcome yeah. yours. <laughs> yeah, Donna. Donna just asked, did you all watch Friday night videos before you got cable and could see MTV? Oh, Absolutely. of course. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Oh, that was the I waited for that show every night. Yeah, oh, my God. Cool. And it was on like 10 at night, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I used to record it. I would set it to record. I remember that Chicago Bears Super Bowl Shuffle video played on yeah. Friday Night Videos, <laughs> and I I watched that like fourteen million times, and I, I have no idea why. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, I like that show too. Then Chuck Foster on Saturday nights did a local video show. I remember Chuck Foster. That's right. yeah on Channel Seven, and I remember watching that one as well. In fact, that one was around for quite a while. But yeah, music videos. I just used to so love watching music videos, and we didn't have MTV because we didn't have cable, satellite. Stream. I mean, listen to me. We're sounding like old duffers, for goodness sake. No, but I, I think we, we only had but three don't you think, MTV. Go ahead. But I, I feel like now we have too much, kind of. I, I love it. I love technology. But then sometimes I don't want to be involved in it. But I, I feel like we have too much sometimes. I remember when I was... Yeah. When I was 15, I went to go to Florida for the first time to visit my grandparents, and they had cable, and they had MTV, so I should have been outside the whole time, but instead I spent the majority of my time sitting in their living room watching MTV. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, so awesome, man. It was, like, that was, like, better than going to Disneyland. Love yeah. love, love Friday night videos. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I spoke to Eric, um, what, a couple of weeks ago, Eric? Probably just on text. I don't think we talked on the phone, but yeah. of course, right? Of course. I mean, we talk on the phone occasionally, but very rare. But oh. I texted Eric and I said, what What do you want to do for like a song or whatever? And he picked uh, Sweet Home Chicago. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a, that's a great pick. I love that song. I don't particularly like um, uh, Eric Clapton's version, but it's been done by so many people it's just a great song and then yes and and it's a great like it's so simple but it's a great 12 bar blues song and it's it means something you know and so then i think it was that night i went home and i had to look up stevie ray and then this thing popped up about his life story not the one from 1987 or whatever but a newer one, and I watched it. I was enthralled, and then for three days I had to listen to Stevie Ray and the way he yeah. sang and the way he played. It was incredible to me, you know. Oh yeah, just that's well, look, the kind of thing that gets you into music. Ex- absolutely, it's just so much passion behind it, and it's uh, and it's so rare. Donnie just said I used to go to the local bowling alley to watch MTV. That's cool. Did you bowl too, or did you were you pre- preoccupied with uh, the MTV? Uh, did you get your money for nothing? Uh, and your uh, chicks for free. Uh, that's, chicks uh, that, for free. That, I just thought of that because I want my, I want my, I want my MTV. That was that's, Sting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you could not that afford sting, bowling? 
Sting sung that part for Dire Straits. I see. So did they let you play the keyboard? So so you didn't bowl. So they actually let you kind of just uh, loiter in the bowling alley and watch MTV. That's kind of cool. You could loit back then. You could loit back then. Yeah, you could (laughs) loit back then. Yeah. Loitering. They tend to frown upon loitering now. Yeah. Yeah. They let me loiter. That's a good word. I like that word. Loiter. Loiter. I like like shorten it to loit. Why can't we just say loit? Don't loit here. Don't loit. Don't loit. I don't know. And and who who judges that? Like if there's a sign, you can't just stand there next to it. Well, no, no, I don't think you can. Yeah. Uh, We didn't even have a local uh, at uh, rounding thirds going to uh, to, responding to Donna. We didn't even have a local bowling alley. Uh, yeah, we didn't. Uh, the the bowl a twenty minute ride for me. It was longer than that to to go bowling for rounding third. He lived in a town closer to uh, the metropolis of Waterville, so maybe that's how was he, he was. Waterville. Thinking. What did we have? Waterville and Augusta. I remember Belfast. Yeah, Belfast. Belfast, did Belfast didn't have bowling. Well, they by the time we were old enough to bowl, the bowling alley had closed. In Belfast, right? Uh, Brewer, the yeah. Brewer Candlepin place, which is still around. I remember going. I to. have bowled there. I got made yeah. fun of. It was it, uh, wasn't it on a college campus? No, no. Oh no, you're thinking of University of Maine. They they had one for a while, uh, but in Brewer, it's uh, they actually had a big like Canadian league there that was televised and everything at the, the this one in Brewer, and it's still there. It's still there. You can go there. Yeah, uh, you could underage drink at Rollies. Uh, uh, yeah, Belfast we all did that. I think. Yeah, Belfast did not have a I bowling mean, alley, uh, but you could underage drink. They had at a movie Rollies. theater. Uh, they had the uh, what do you call it? We talked about it before. The uh, yeah, the Colonial Theater. Drive-in. Oh, the, the drive-in. drive-in movie theater. Yep, that's where. Oh the yeah, Goodwill, that's where the good. And you're right. Now. The movie theater in town. I saw uh, Saturday Night Fever there. Oh, did you? The first movie yeah, because I, saw I was that, raised by hippies. Yeah, because <laughs> you're raised by hippies. Uh, well, I wasn't raised by hippies. I was, I was raised, raised by conservatives. And my first movie at that theater was Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, well, of course it was. Yeah. Some bitch. Yeah, <laughs> some bitch. <laughs> Don't get that some bitch. <laughs> Those movies were terrible. They God. were not. They, they were, were funny as off. hell. They were great. They were I love them. Off. You're you're talking about liking that friggin' Balky show, yeah, and, yeah, uh, and then you're putting down, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Eric, Eric, you give Burt him the what for? I'm, I'm gonna. That's Burt funny. Reynolds and his mustache. Eric, give him the what for? Uh, Matt, just bitch. shut up for a second, so Eric can give you the what for. Yeah, well, I see. Matt, you yep. need to change your opinion about your TV shows. You think so? It's not nice. It's not some bitch. <laughs> Some, well, Some but like I said, I haven't seen Perfect Strangers in years, so I have no idea if that stands the test. Let's not. No, now you're talking about that again. We're still talking. Eric is still running you into the ground. We're going to give him a oh, chance. Oh, well, Smokey and the Bandit. No, nah, those yeah. movies are bad. No, nah, those are. Yeah. Some. I can't believe you don't like those. Now, there's there's bad movies and there's bad TV shows. And then there's the TV shows that you watch that are dated and you enjoy them anyway. But then there's some that are just totally horrible, but uh, they're just dated. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever notice that there's – have you, have you guys ever used a CB radio? 
Oh, yes. yeah, of course. Yeah, of okay. Course. Did, one did, nine, you ever notice, did you ever notice that the police used the same radio that all the truckers used uh, in that movie and also they could reach – they didn't have like a, 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 a distance they couldn't reach. They were talking from county to county and uh, there, there was just no, the, the range was unlimited and they all talked on the same channel. Did you guys realize that? Yes. Yeah. 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 Did 19. It didn't bug you. That, that's um, the only thing that bugged me about that movie. I think it's worse now. Like in reality now it's worse with the cop, <laughs> you know, the cops can do Cobra CB radio channel nine. Yeah, I, I had the Cobra. I had Eric. I bought the antennas for the side mirrors on my truck. The light yep. up ones never installed them. I still have them to this day. That's how sad nice. I am. That's cool. I see. Yeah. Now that old, I think I mentioned before the old Belfast drive in. That was the first place I ever saw Star Wars and Greece. And I believe I saw both of those movies in the same year, that which would have been 1978. And I remember after seeing Greece, I went to school the next day and I tried to act like Zanny, yeah, Danny Zuko, like all suave and cool and stuff. Hey, man, be cool. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I was, I was like trying to be yeah. the coolest second, second grader at the Brooks uh, school. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was because I saw Greece. But I remember, I remember vividly going to that movie, th- uh, the drive in to see those two movies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember the first time, first movie I saw at the Belfast Movie Theater was uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Now, the first movie I ever saw in the theater uh, was uh, at the Bangor <laughs> Theater, actually. And Zuko was a tough sell. Zuko was a tough sell. Yeah, my Zuko wasn't very good there. Uh, yeah, I, I apologize for my tough sell. Round and third goes, too cool for the Brooks School. Yes, I was. Yeah. Uh, the first movie I ever saw was at a the old an old Bangor movie theater and that was Pinocchio. Pinocchio was the first movie I ever saw in the movie theater. Stupid yep. movie. Do you guys remember your first movie that you saw? My the first theater? movie in a theater? Jaws. Oh, no kidding. Now you want to talk about a movie that stands the test of time? That one does. I saw that movie just under a year ago and holy cow, that movie is still good. Uh, Donna just said yeah. Bambi. Oh, yeah, that's I cool. I think Bambi was mine, too. I yeah. don't really remember. Well, it used to be with those old Disney cartoons. They would come out in theaters every so often. Uh, that's how they uh, they don't do it anymore, of course, because the full movies. theater experience was, I think, Jaws for me, and it scared a crap out of me. And then I got so interested in the water that I watched Orca the next year on a TV. And... It, is Orca, Orca mo- freaked me out too. Oh, so that would have been like a killer whale type Jaws movie that was probably yeah, subpar, yeah, yeah. subpar compared to Jaws. Okay. No, yeah. no, it, no, that no Orca scared the crap out of me. By the end, when she stuck on the iceberg, and they played a song in it, which you cannot find anymore. It was a Beatles song yesterday, and I never seen that version again, and it freaked me out, and I hid in the corner. Because orca, oh, no. because orca could kill, orca could eat sharks. <laughs> it was no Sharknado. No. <laughs> uh, or the, what's the what's the new one? The Meg or something? Uh, who knows? Somebody talks about the Meg. Uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, 
It's like, have you ever seen like uh, the Evil Dead? Those movies are Ash and the yes, Evil Dead. Yes, I, I love them all. Yes, it's just like it's so. It's almost like they're purposely trying to do something bad, but it's so bad that it's like really, really good. I mean, it's, it is. No, I love that. The I, says fantastic. They, it does. It is. They made a new series where you can watch. I think on Hulu or something. A couple of years ago, I found it. Where actually, um, uh, it's produced by. I, I don't think Ramy is involved anymore. I think he was involved in the first one, and then there's a series, and I watched it. All and I love any any sarcasm with Ash. It kind of reminds me of Doctor Cox on on uh, um, Scrubs. So it's mm-hmm. Ash Ashley oh, is his name, right? Yeah. And Scrubs. Ashley. So yeah. that that always cracks me up in how they're going to handle Ash it. Versus and, Evil Dead, uh, right? Yeah. Y- yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. show. Actually, now I want to end the podcast and go watch Ash versus the Evil Dead. I love that show. Oh, my God. It's so good. I, I don't know if they have a new season yet or if it's canceled. I, but I'm, I'm that guy that will just sit there and, like, giggle and go, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'll actually, like, do the thing in my head. Like, I yeah. love this. What's wrong with me? <laughs> um miles and i actually started on netflix uh, there's a trilogy on netflix they're releasing the trilogy one movie at a time so the first movie came out last week it's called fear street and i so saw we watched the, yeah 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 i the the it was weird we watched the first movie i'm watching it i'm thinking to myself oh my goodness this is horrible this isn't good but then i keep watching it and as the movie goes on i'm like wow actually this is kind of cool. It's a tribute to old slasher movies. The storyline yeah. is good. The acting isn't outstanding, but it doesn't have to be. But the storyline kids that don't know what they're doing for actors. Right. Yeah. But now. So now the second movie is coming out tomorrow. Actually, Miles and I are going to watch it Saturday. And it's just so you uh, watched yeah. 1994 was the first one, right? Right, and the next one's 1978, and in the previews, you can tell it's going to be like a lot of those horror movies that were made in the late 70s with... Yes. They always seem to have a lot of drug use and gratuitous sex. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when you grew up with that stuff, you always saw boobies, and then a knife came up through the bed through the boobies. Yes, exactly, exactly. You know, so... Uh, uh, rounding third at Eric, the plane pool is October 16th. Let me know if you want to do it again. And rounding third, and Eric's like, Yep, I'm huge. Rounding third, wicked. You want to pull a plane? I don't know if I could pull a plane. I mean, do I have to pull it by myself or am I pulling it along with you guys? So, where Eric would actually be doing all the work and I'd just be pretending to do the work. If that's the case, absolutely count me in. Um, I don't and, know what uh, that means. I yeah. don't know what you're talking about big group thing so we're all going to pull a plane so we all have a rope and we're pulling a plane stout it's a competition and we try to <sighs> pull it a long ways and the, the further we pull this plane the more likely we are to win uh we're going to win a trip to the bowling alley to watch mtv uh I think that's what all right. The good. Is. You remember yeah. the last trip we won? I remember it was very well. I uh, it was uh, champions. We were graduating. And yeah, that's project graduation. Yeah, yeah. We won yeah. a trip to champions to try to not sleep and watch yeah. Freddy Krueger in one room. I think I tried to play Eric um, 
like to do a little uh, battle ball like racquetball with Eric. And he's like, hey, I could do this all night. And he just killed me. And I was like, Jesus, I thought I, I was broke good. My, I broke my ankle that night uh, playing racquetball. Yes, I broke my you ankle. You broke your fucking ankle. I yeah. broke my ankle the night of Against Eric? No, I did play against Eric. I do remember playing against Eric, and I and I was like, "Holy cow!" Eric's like, Eric was like the best racquetball player, like in all of all. He was. He was. Yeah, he was. I went back from Jersey in the nineties or something. No, probably late eighties, and went back and said, "My sister's uh, all state and all county in Jersey." I she puts me down. I learned, and I could put her. She used to let me win. Apparently, I go back up to Maine, and I go, "Eric, you want to play?" He's like, "Yeah." And he just hits a low ball against the front wall. He just, it just killing. Oh me. yeah! And I go, and you, there, you couldn't. You oh, couldn't it just annihilated me. Oh, I mean, yeah. I was so out. Of, and this is years ago. We were kids, you know, just yeah. annihilating yeah. me. And I'm like, so Eric, well, Eric kicks. That's not Eric fair. Kicks, I was like, that's not fair. Eric kicks my ass in racquetball. That I'm like, well, I got to redeem myself somehow. And Bart, I don't know if you remember Bart. Bart's like, I'll play. And I'm like, well, I'll beat you, Bart. That was quite competitive back then. And the first time I turned around, my left ankle didn't turn with me. And ouch. Oh. Yeah. So, and I was stubborn. I didn't want to go to the hospital. So I went on the trip to New Hampshire and Hampton Beach and all that. And so we go to the water park first. And I can't do anything at the water park, but I can at least sit in the lawn chair. Oh, gosh. I remember the water park. Yeah. And I then we hated that. Trip. Yeah. Then we went to Hampton Beach, and I couldn't walk on the beach, so I had to stay on the bus, and I was like so bummed. I had to, I, all I I sat on the bus at Hampton Beach on this beautiful, beautiful day, and uh, yeah, that's how I spent my graduation. Then when I you got didn't home, miss much. Well, then when I got home, I was able to hop in the car, go no sleep whatsoever, and I'm like, Mom, I need to go to the emergency room. I broke my ankle, and she <laughs> drove me to the emergency room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So cool. Uh, so uh, this plane is 180,000 pounds and the funds, it's a fundraiser for the Travis Mills Foundation. Yep. I'd consider, yeah, I'd consider doing this actually. Actually. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, you, have you done it before, Eric? Yeah, uh, we did it a couple of years ago. Yep. So how many guys actually pull this plane? Jeez, what do we have? 20 guys, 20 teams of 20 or something like that. Oh, okay, so we need like we need like a lot of guys to do this. All right. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. 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 It's in. Uh, I think he said October Stout, like October sixteenth. So actually, you'll be up here then, won't you, Stout? No, I usually uh, stay up quite a long time, but I have a bunch going on, so I'll stay up for four or five weeks uh, from the end of uh, August to the end of September. And I'm usually up there. It's weird because people are calling me going, we're going to be up in October. You're going to be there. And um, no, I won't be there. Uh, you never know, though. I, I'm a flady, flady you kind of guy. Your, okay. So you have, you now have the roof on your house, right? And yeah. you ordered, and you've ordered windows. Is, have you ordered uh, windows? I haven't yet? ordered them yet. I'm very particular about the windows. So I, I'm not, I have not narrowed that down yet. I, I can't stand. Um, well, can you, windows. the way I'm going with it, can you get your house ready enough so I can live in it while you're in Florida? Sure. I mean, this uh, fall <laughs> totally or what, what are we, we're going on fall. So I'll do that. Then I'll be up for the entire summer of 2022, probably longer than the summer from, uh, I think, March till November or something next year. Um, I see. 
But yeah, yeah, do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, you'll just let me live in your house. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Actually, I mean, there won't be there won't be anything accommodating. But when I get it done, yeah, yeah, you can do whatever you want. I'll give you actually. A G. I don't care. Yeah, you guys are so generous. Every I have such great friends. I'll say that. Well, you can uh, live up here. So you're just gonna have to drive an hour to work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Eric has plenty of room at his place. I can. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yes, sir. You guys are you guys are awesome. Um, at, I played golf with Alan uh, a couple weeks ago, and of course, as you guys know, Alan just bought a boat. Mm. And you know what he did? I couldn't believe he did this. We we finished playing golf, and he's like, "You know, Matt, you can use my boat anytime you want. This is the combination to the gate, and, and you can just, you could use the boat anytime you want." And I'm thinking to myself, and he was sober. He was actually sober when he said that. Oh, nice. And I'm like, I'm not going to use his boat. <laughs> I mean, a generous offer, but I, I can't imagine myself ever, ever doing that. But but that made me think, wow. Does he, did he want to give you the key to sink it? Was he like, go ahead, use the boat, use the boat. So he, you would like be like, I sunk it. I'm sorry. He's like, thank God. Yeah. Well, he does did have you, sleeping. He does have sleeping he's like, quarters. Did you on, kill anybody on it? Yeah. He does have uh, sleeping quarters on the boat. So I could go down anytime, just walk down to the harbor, uh, punch in the go gate down. code, and just sleep. I, I could do that, but I, I won't. Sure, sure, sure. You're sure. so old, Matt. What do you mean I'm so old? You're not even thinking about having a party on that boat, are you? Oh, I know. I it. know, right? I know uh, Eric, yeah. come on, man. It. We're not that old yet. Eric's like making a point. <laughs> you know, and Matt's like, well, I could just go down there. I'd really like to take a nap on it. I'd love to sleep on it. I'd really like not to bring... go read a book on that boat. <laughs> uh, and, like back when we were, I was like, I don't want to bring 15 whores and a bunch of booze and music. No. I'd rather just take a little nap. Oh, I'd like a nice big cup of tea and some Shakespeare. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I am at that age that, yeah, uh, napping and reading books and drinking tea are actually uh, very highly enjoyable, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's, you know, that happens as we get older, wiser. Uh, <laughs> dreaming about sleeping. Rounding third says, call that stripper. No, rounding third. I'm not going to call the stripper. Goodness me. Goodness me. I'm not going to do mm. that. Yeah, yeah. Did you like uh, that? Uh, no, I'm not even going to ask. I'm not even going to ask. Oh, okay. So let me take over here. Mm -hmm. I will say this. You guys think I'm a wild guy and everything. I have never been with a stripper. Mm -hmm. I've never been with a nudie girl or a porn um One porn girl, but never have I ever been with a stripper. I think one porn but girl... And two, okay, three movie stores, wait, stars. Wait, but back up, back up, back up, back up. So, but you're saying you've been with a porn actress, but you've never been with a stripper. So you you can Not differentiate actress, uh, a girl from the 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 magazine. Um, oh, so like a a nudie, a nude model. You're basically saying two two three most one um, okay. had a kid. But when I met her and she like kicked me in the balls and she was like, this is how I defend myself. I was like, that's rude. 
uh, so there's a story behind that. There's uh, which you doesn't. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! But we how can do, never how do have you... enough shows to tell you stories, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That. That. But how do you differentiate between a model who's posed nude in magazines and a stripper? Uh, are are they one and the same? Or uh, I, no, I actually... they're they're not that much different. Yeah. 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 They're not much like Eric said. It's not really much different. Except they just tell you a different story. I mean, when you're going to the clubs and they, they always have a story in the clubs, you're like, yeah, I'm just happy to be here, but whatever, we're going to have a drink. And, and the club down here was like pool tables, a DJ, a lot of naked people running around. But and the, this the is difference between, beach. yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, in New York, New Jersey, it was different. Um, Maine was. I think I only went to in Maine once or twice. It was just terrible. It was like they, they had a bathing suit on and they were like, hi, you want to hang out? I was like, no. Um, but so you're saying to differentiate between a porn actress and a stripper. Well, I mean, it's just, you're, tr- you're, you're start, you're, you're I'm, all of a sudden I'm really uncomfortable talking about this, but, um, you're trying well, we to can stop. We can, we can stop talking about it. Oh, no. I, but my initial kind of uh, comment, curiosity was just like you were saying, you were making this big general claim that you had never been with a stripper, but you had been with someone who had done porn. Um, so, so I was just um, trying to kind of get up. Yeah, I did. I didn't believe in the stripper lifestyle, but then I didn't know that the person who had done porn was playing games and. And, and then had a kid with her in a hotel. I was like, what the fuck? And then she showed me how she would defend herself against the guy by kneeing you in the nuts. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But then I was so, so intrigued. I was like, let's do this. Oh, I mean, so, I didn't, I didn't really okay. do it. I, I mean, I, okay. Okay. Friend okay. Okay. We got to move. Friend. I think we should move on. I'm, I'm getting, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, getting yeah. I'm getting kind of uncomfortable. Um, but uh, Eric, how you doing? You still there, Eric? I think Eric muted himself. He's probably he left. Smashed. He's like, I can't listen to this. No, he's still he's still here. I think he just muted himself. He, he uh, goes stout stories. I can't listen to stout stories. I see. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about the boat. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, but it reminded me of. I remember, and Eric might remember this. Rounding third might remember this. Back when we were senior years in high school. Our friend Barrick let us know where the key was to his family's camp in Brooks on Randall Pond. That was a mistake because Alan and I and whoever we could get would go there on random Friday and Saturday nights and we would party uh, underage drink. And this happened. We were able to do this for close to two years. And Barrick was out of state. Uh, at that point, uh, pretty much year round. So then, one. They were big night, boys. Didn't he have a brother called Tyler? No, no. Barrick. No, Barrick didn't have a brother. He he had a sister who is now the basketball coach at Dartmouth. Uh, at Dartmouth, she just. Got oh, hired okay, as, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I got she just got hired. Okay, okay. So yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Barrick's actually done quite well for himself. Anyway, yeah. who so hasn't? Once, We've all done good. One summer night, we were still underage, 20 years old, just finished our sophomore year of college. We go there 
with a bunch of people and we start underage drinking, playing cards and whatever else. And all of a sudden people show up. So it's Barrick's aunt and Barrick's grandparents show up for their summer vacation. <laughs> and oh, no. here we are, a bunch of kids <laughs> drinking beer and playing cards. <laughs> and Barrick's aunt was so upset that she was about to call the police and all this other stuff. And Alan, in perfect Alan fashion, actually starts just you know, charming the pants off these people to the point that Barrick's grandmother was about to invite him to stay for the week. <laughs> so we cleaned up, left, the cops weren't called, and we never, ever, ever showed up to that camp again. <laughs> Alan is the most politically correct person I've ever met in my life. Alan, I don't think that politically correct is the term. No, no, not uh, maybe not politically. Okay. He's just pers- um, he's persuasive. In, li- in life, like pol- yes, like polygamist. No, just kidding. Charismatic, but I don't mean politically correct as far as politics go. I mean, he's the most PC person who reaches out and can touch anybody in any fashion. Through from when we met him as a kid to today like he never will fail he's like my brother tom i go tom you can never get in trouble ever i don't know what it is with you you're you know he's just that way alan has this ability to make whoever he is talking to he he has the ability to make that person feel like they're the most important person in his life that's the power of alan even if you just comfort yes Yes, he has that ability just to make you feel so important, uh, no matter who you are. And so f- there are so few people in this world like that. And, uh, and, yes. and he's always he's always been like that. And it, at we can point, all agree actually, on that. Right, Eric? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Is Eric, do you so. not like look, just put political things aside. Just, <laughs> I mean, he is. It's just like. I think with Alan, he's like so soothing. No matter, you, you could be mad at him. He could be mad at you, and he's just going to make it right. You know mm-hmm. that kind of deal. Yeah. I've, he's been so mad at me over the years. I can't even tell you guys. There was a story about a couple of years ago. I was like, ah, I fucked up. You know, that year when we were playing music, I told Alice that I'm sorry, man. I got a lot going on. It's no excuse. So the whole year. I was like, I'm sorry, man. Once again, he goes, no, don't, don't apologize. Don't worry. Don't worry. And then we were going to play. And the day before we played that last show to, I think it was the second show. He called me on the phone and I go, Oh, look who answers. And I was like cocky to him. And he was like, you know what, Chris? And he fucking gave me the what for ah. he came down. He came down on me like a hammer. I was like, Jesus, dude. And I was like, you know, I apologized the whole year about how I had acted. He goes, no. And he, he just gave me the what for. And I was like, all right, well, you know, and I took it and I was kind of upset, but I was like, all right, whatever makes you happy, man, I'm, I'm going to do. Sure. That's what you do for a friend, you know? 
The last fight I ever got into was with Alan Orkut. Uh, oops, I just used his last name. I'll bleep that out when I do the... Uh, <laughs> do I'm the, sure he doesn't do care. It's- yeah. No, I've mentioned his last name here before, but now that I know how to edit, I'll, I'll do so. Anyway, um, yeah, the last fight I got into was with him. This is our senior year. Uh, we're at a party, and I was being all pissy pants because... I wasn't feeling it, and I just want to go home. And, you know, he didn't. So he was getting kind of annoyed with me, was drinking a little bit. So I'm sitting in this garage all mopey and whatever else. So he sees me all mopey. He has a full beer in his hand. And you know what he does with this beer? He takes the beer, and he throws the beer in my face. And I responded by pushing him and then uh, giving him a punch. He responded by going, you son of a, you know, all red in the face. (laughs) Alan's a big guy. And he hits me and I fall on the ground and he's still swinging. He had five guys on top of him and he's still swinging, trying to get at me. And I stand up. I'm like, wow, I can't believe I just did that. And one guy comes up to me while Alan's going, And uh, one guy comes up to me and goes, hey, back off, okay? Back off, okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> And like three minutes later, we're best buddies again. Sure. <laughs> that's that's what happens. That's but, what it's all that about. That was a good Richard yeah. impersonation. So I, I, I had just turned 18 at that point, and that was the last fight I ever got into, and it was with one of my closest friends. But yeah. that, was a, that was a good Richard impersonation you did. Oh, his dad. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he used, yeah, yeah, he used to get really mad. But, uh, yeah. And I'll leave it at that. Uh, it was scary. It was scary. Oh, yeah. 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 Some people just have that ability when they get mad. They just, they, it's scary. I mean, I think I'm the type of person I get scared when anyone gets mad and starts yelling. I will say that. Uh, well, it's uncomfortable, and, right? Uh, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, yeah, it, his presence was just like that because you never knew it, when he was going to get mad. And, oof, yeah, it's just like I, it sends shivers up my, my spine thinking about it. But, yeah, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I remember being at Allen's and I was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to put up with the scrap from your dad. He was like, you better put up with the crap from my dad. He's going to go after my mom. He's going to, you know, I, I can't. you." Eat the bread. Don't drink the orange juice, you know? And I was like, I, I, I came from a kind of abusive, abusive household. Not, not at Linda's, not with the hippies, but before that, I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not bowing yeah. down. And, and well, Alan that, used well, to get pissed. He's like, don't. He goes, there's a stack of white bread. He goes, and, and Richard used to say, you're going to eat some bread with that meal? I was like, yeah, no. You got to eat the white bread. Eat the bread. Yeah. And he'd yeah. get mad. And I was like, I am, I'm not going to eat the bread. And then if I had a second glass of orange juice, eight ounce glass, a little tiny glass, drink it on the orange juice, <laughs> you know. So, oh yeah, he was he was very very protective of that orange juice. Yes, yeah, yep. you, you, one little glass and that was it. <clears throat> wow, it's uh, freaking expensive. Okay, guess who just entered the live room? The live Probably nude, Alan. live nude men podcast just entered the room. <laughs> Who's oh, live okay. nude men podcast? The Apparently, there's a podcast out there called Live Nude Men, and 
uh, the 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 uh, owner of that is uh, in the so room. People so people don't follow your show, so it's not wow, that's so it's not an algorithm that goes out. You think? Oh no, no, I think it's a real deal. I think, and it has a little icon profile picture, so I believe it's oh. legitimate. But I now with a podcast, I think it'd be hard to kind of project. Uh, that out there uh, being audio and all but you know maybe live noon men is a way to get people to it's a way to bring people into your podcast uh oh live nude men podcast yep yeah uh yep. i'll be signing up for that one live nude men yeah well, yeah. yeah there you go um well on planet adhd sorry planet adhd uh, Lady Rebecca and Father Brian have this thing that is called nude news. So, so where news articles are read, and you assume that they're reading it while they're nude. Uh, we have no way of knowing that they're they're just uh, letting us know that they are nude while they read the news, uh, and you can assume that they are uh, right. Yeah, I gotta go just when it gets exciting. Donna says, "Donna, have a good night's sleep." And thanks for joining uh, the room. All right. Good, good. Absolutely. Um, Father Brian's still in the house. Actually, I think Live Nude News has just left. They weren't here for long. Hey, Chucky, welcome to the room. Good to see you here. Yeah, they left. They left. Okay, they were here for a while, though. You See, you'd think that... You, you would think that as I mention people, as they come in the room and I start talking about them, that they would stay. But it's like, instead, they listen. They're like, oh, who's this jerk? You know, he's talking about me. It's just like, oh, well, well, you know, okay, okay. You know, I'm, I'm being nice here. I think, I mean, I was, didn't you think I was being nice when I started uh, talking about live nude med? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm, when I talk about live nude men, I'm always nice. Always nice. Absolutely. Sure. Can we talk about something else? <laughs> you don't like talking about live nude med? No, no. I'm secure in my manlyhood. Talk all yeah. you want about nude men. <laughs> now we don't have to talk about live nude men. Uh, Stout, did you want to talk about cow poop? He's he's muted. Oh, he's muted. He's <laughs> either. I'm still so here. Stout's either peeing or he's opening up his. Cow poop makes me hungry. Cow poop makes you hungry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we were, as we were texting this morning, uh, Stout said, what are we going to talk about, cow poop? And I'm like, we can, cow poop is an open topic. Absolutely. We can always talk. We know quite a I bit remember, about cow, cow poop. I just remember being on the, remember being on the bus on the way over the Thorndike Hill <clears throat> from Ridgetop over the hill. Well, I, at least I do. And the, in the spring, you could open the windows and uh, just smelled the cow poop. And it was like, it turned a lot of people off. I guess it turns a lot of people off. I was like, that eh, just makes me hungry. Cow poop just makes you hungry. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cow not? poop was, it was once food. So, I mean, I suppose in that sense, uh, it's somewhat related. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Father Brian. It's Becca's new news is new news. I had a slip of the tongue one day way back when we started the news segment. I see. Oh, okay. Okay. So I got, gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, are you guys gotcha. nude when you do it? Father Brian? Oh, no, no, it was a slip of, he, he was talking about news and I think he meant to say nude. So it was, a slip so of the tongue, is it? So, oh, okay. Okay. 
Last time so, we talked about Sergeant Williams and mushrooms. That's right. We did rounding third. Uh, when Sandy came on the show one time, we talked about how psychedelic mushrooms grow in cow poop. We did have that discussion. Yeah. Go ahead, Snow. Oh, no, no. I, I just was uh, going to reflect on that. Um, I, n- never mind. I, I actually was like, uh, now I'm thinking about when Sergeant Williams was on. I remember that cow poop story. You just turn over a cow pie, and you get mushrooms. I never really tripped on shrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I did. Maybe I found some in a bar, and I there were like the stems, and I was like, I'll try this, and it wasn't that great. I see. I see. Father Brian says, it's Becca, I stole this phone. We are walking, but no, we, we ain't nude. Okay, so you're not nude when you do the nude. News. Eric, would you open up about the hardest thing you've ever done for a drug? The hardest thing he's ever done what? for a drug? Eric, how do we, how do we get there? Well, I don't know. I'm talking, just curious. We, we, we don't, we you don't from, have to because this is not a lot of people how, listen, but I mean, I okay, just want to. I want to describe. Let me describe the progression of this. We okay. were talking about okay. nude, nude news. No, sorry. We we're talking about live nude men, nude news. Then we got onto cow poop. Now we're talking about drugs, and now we're on to Eric. What's the hardest drug you've ever taken? Well, I in the hospital, uh, oh, yes. taking all kinds of hard stuff. Um, but, what was uh, your surgery you about? I've had a couple knee surgeries and. Uh, uh and such uh what what was the oh yeah i I got i I had a car accident and uh they they doped me up with uh oh i can't i can't even remember the name of it but it felt so good that uh they were sewing up my face no it wasn't morphine it demerol is demerol it was demerol or something like that Back and, then, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah they, they were sewing up my face, and I, I was just laying there kind of chuckling on the table. I could feel my skin kind of how they pull the stitches. And, uh, yeah, it was good stuff because I was kind of chuckling. while they You didn't feel the pain, up. but you felt you felt the stretching of your skin, yeah, right? It was, yeah, yeah. It was, was kind of cool. But uh, I never really got into anything, anything uh, you know, illegal. I have a, an addictive personality, so I like to drink and everything. But and I've tried and I experimented with things. But I'm so glad I'm not a pill guy. I am so I've I've watched our country and some personal friends of mine go down that way. And oh God, when they I all my surgeries, I was like, can I just get ibuprofen? They were like, yeah, 800 milligrams ibuprofen, and laying there, kind of in pain. But oh my God, I. Uh, I can't imagine. Well, there, there was um, there's a there was a, uh, a couple in the. It's a horrible, um, horrible uh, story. But uh, a couple of people I know in the construction industry uh, just uh, uh, died last weekend. Uh, <sighs> a wife and a husband with three kids in in their bedroom. And oh, I think I heard about. I heard yeah. about that. They oh, were, geez. They, were, they were found. They were found by their fourteen-year-old son. Um, so, I, I just I, and I started talking to a guy today about it, and I, I just I said, "How do people get to that point where, you know, I just I just assume it was some bad stuff." Um, uh, 
how do you how do you get to the point where you're 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 going down to the you know say the corner in Bangor and and picking up something and that isn't regulated that you don't really know what it is I mean they're telling you what it is and you you actually shoot it into your arm mm-hmm. you know I, I I just I I mean there's a lot of trust there for for people that are definitely evil people. Uh, to give you the right thing and the right dosage and the right, you know, and there's nothing else mixed in, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't know. How do you get to that point? Well, I think uh, it's interesting because Maine has a very high opioid addiction rate. Mm-hmm. And in recent years, if you want to get into per capita OD <clears throat> deaths, uh, Maine is, has one of the highest rates in the country, actually. The Portland Press Herald did a expose uh, probably four or five years ago, uh, just stories of many of these people that had died from heroin or just opioid overdoses. And one one common theme that I noticed was that most of these people were professional people that lived most of their adult life not addicted to drugs. Yeah. And then they had a medical procedure and heroin became more accessible and cheaper in some cases. And you're, you're, you're you're a, a, when you're addicted, you're a born addict when it comes to every substance. When you're, when your addiction just leads to alcohol or a pill or whatever, but when you're a born addict, it can be any or all. So you're actually, it's chemically induced. So you, you really want, you create it, right? So um, sure. it's, very, it's very a very sad thing. Um, it's very, very sad. I, I guess yeah. my, my, my main point is, it, I mean, they could say, you know, whether it's heroin or whatever, um, they could say it's anything. Right. And, and it, you don't really know what you're buying. And with this fentanyl being mixed into to stuff yes, these days, exactly. I, yeah. I mean, you're, there's a lot of trust there. And uh, in, 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 uh, obviously, I think that's where a, a lot of uh, overdoses are coming from. Recently. I think the fentanyl thing, isn't it, Eric, that a fentanyl packet the size of a sugar packet can t- kill like 300 people or something. Oh so yeah. They say a, it's, yeah. they say it's a, not bag, a, joke. A, a sandwich bag full can kill millions. I, I guess. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's no joke. I mean, you know, it's come from the 70s, 60s or seventies where people had fun, take a black beauty or whatever the, they did back in the day. Or, um, hippies. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but I'm being serious. It's like, know, you know, you, you could yep. take a black beauty or, or whatever they had back then. And, and you could, you'd have a little fun, maybe a little trip or whatever. And now it's come to that. You crave something so much that it's going to kill you. That heroin became cheaper than pills. That's yeah. astronomically. That's, I can't even wrap my head around how bad that is. And these kids are dying and their parents are just letting them go out there and they don't know. Like when we experimented, we experimented, we went out to the movies, we had a little sex, we drank. Now they're just like, who had sex? (laughs) Oh, I had it all the time. But anyway, (laughs) 
Um, but now you can just die from being at a party. And, and yeah. that's not fair. I don't think that's fair, you know, to kids, you know, but you know, whatever. Bring I, mean, I think Father Brian is calling in. Uh, we'll, see. Yeah, we'll see. Hello, gentlemen. Yeah. Hey, Father Hello, Brian. Hey. I figured I'd hop up and help you out if you wanted. Uh, oh, appreciate it. I'm sorry to hear about your friend, by the way. I don't know which one of you said that, but fentanyl's an ugly business. Yeah, um, definitely. As yeah, far as drugs go, I've done them all, including fentanyl. I'm not proud of any of it, but I've damn well right. done it. Uh, meth, I was addicted to coke. Uh, yeah. did meth, fentanyl. Uh, how you get there, fentanyl's tricky. It takes Abraham Lincoln's beard to kill a man that weighs over 280 pounds. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that ain't nothing you ought to be fucking around with. They give out terminally ill cancer patients. And because you can get it over the counter in places like China and Russia, and they are now mailing it to the United States in boxes, uh, wow. that's how you end up with people that are dying right and left. They're cutting everything with fentanyl to make more money, but you still get a nice high out of the deal. And the next thing you know, you got dead people, lots of them. Yep. Uh, right. My good friend Philip, actually, his nephew is a fentanyl addict. Uh, he's been rehabbed twice. So I've he's been a mute. I've got lawnmowers in the. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's that's interesting. So you can be addicted to fentanyl because I always think and this is me just being naive. I always think of fentanyl is something that is cut in with heroin. That uh, is the reason why people OD uh, and die in uh, many cases. So I uh, fentanyl addiction is something that I'm not aware of. So I guess you can actually seek out fentanyl and use it and become addicted to it. Uh, you can buy it. I live in a town of yeah. 2,800 people, and I'm literally on a street. I could knock on one of these doors and buy it. Isn't that yeah. something? Yeah. That's yeah. fucking terrible is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I don't, I mean, as far as us growing up in, you know, rural Maine, back when we were in school, you never heard of anyone doing heroin. No. I mean, I'm not saying it was all, I'm, I'm you guys' age. It was all beer and weed, man. Yeah, that's just it. It was beer and that weed. Every, yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'd see... Coke come out at a party, yeah. but it was extremely, extremely um, rare. But I didn't was see it. any Coke until I was in my early 20s. Hmm. Like, yeah, I would have been yeah. 21, 22, I think. Not, yeah, thereabouts. Sure. I mean, sure. I, but now I had done it, but I had been to the big city. I left home at 17, but like when I was around where I live now, no, not until I was in my early 20s did you even see cocaine. Yeah, it was all yeah. marijuana and beer. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 because cocaine is really, uh, especially back in the 80s, was more of an urban drug than a rural drug. And right, also so you yeah. need and also you needed money to get it. Uh, so, right. and, yeah, yeah. Where marijuana, I mean, we live in the we live in a very good place for marijuana. There's no question about that. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. As do I. So, Illinois yeah, is completely. Yeah. And I mean, a lot and in a lot of uh, there are a lot of attitudes out there back when we were in school that uh, marijuana was just as bad as the hard drugs. Uh, we know better than that now, uh, but it, we right. would, many people because they say everything is a gateway company. drug yeah. and that's not true. Right. But, like right. drinking, you know, remember uh, I, I never watched the movie, which is terrible that I didn't watch it, but I remember everybody reciting drinking leads to smoking leads to, which means pot which means to this which these and then you mainline and that's not that's not entirely exactly yeah marijuana is not the gateway drug that uh 
people made it out to be. If anything, alcohol's the gateway drug. Heck, I would even say uh, that smoking cigarettes. Alcohol is way are, worse than marijuana. I never ran into a pot smoker that wanted to fight me more than a bag of Doritos. Like, in other <laughs> words, there was 20,000 people in Waterville, Maine, and they called in 15,000 cops when I was younger exactly. to, to maintain a pot thing before yeah. pot was legal. And I went, I mean, I'm a drinker. I know it's way worse to be a drinker than 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 marijuana. It's like, you know, do you want to fight? They go, nope, just want to yeah. lay. Down. Exactly, exactly. Father Brian, do you think there's such thing as a gateway drug? He may be muted. He's not muted. Oh, he's not. Oh, okay. Nope. Father Brian, are you getting a little okay. puff of pot yeah, or, or what's going on? <laughs> we love you, by the way. Yeah. Eric, do you think there's such thing as a gateway drug? I think any time that an, indi- an individual, and in, in, I'm not talking about chemical addiction and all that stuff, but I, I think any time that somebody starts depending on an uh, artificial substance for uh ah, their 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 sense of being their their feelings um i i think there's there's yeah there there's a gateway there I, it could be uh, anything completely agree yeah i completely agree with you. uh anytime that you're trying to deaden a feeling or yeah. get a yeah. feeling yeah no it doesn't matter it could be beer do we lose him uh, he cut out again. Because yeah. I, I think what it is, is we as individuals, we need to learn how to, and I've seen this in, in my own personal life with, with people I know, uh, you need to learn to live and, and to be and to exist without manipulating your feelings with a substance. So somebody feels, uh, you know, sad, what do you do? Um, do you, do you, do you have uh, processes to make you feel better or do you go take a pill? But, and you get into this, uh, this uh, habit of, of deadening feelings or anytime that you have stress, you, you do this. Anytime I've, you feel I've sad. done it though, Eric, I, I've actually done that before. You know, we've all done, we've I don't, all done it. I don't feel like it makes me a terrible person, but there if you asked if I had regrets, I would say no, not in life. But when it comes to what you're saying, deadening feelings, yes, there are there are times I think I I wish I didn't do certain things, you know, to deaden my feelings. Right. I, I'm just saying as far as a gateway, gateway doesn't mean everybody goes through the gateway. I, I mean it, it I mean obviously not everybody that that does alcohol or marijuana goes into that but you definitely uh in in like you said stout the people that are more susceptible uh in their life because we all have weaknesses that we're born with or or tendencies um and 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 some of us have more addictive personalities than other people so you start you start that with with a somewhat addictive personality and and you don't learn to deal with life uh, without that, then you depend on that, and it, then then you add in the chem- chemical part of it, and not just the social and 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 uh, uh, you know uh, 
in in the habitual part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Ronnie I, th- I feel the like issue, that the issue becomes ahead, that you Matt. need. Yeah, I'll, I'll, and I'll, let me just read what Rounding Third wrote here. The issue becomes that you need more and more to get to the previous level. Go ahead, Stout. Well, you can never reach that again. In other words, the first time you ever drank as a teenager, you drank a beer, and you got a, you might have gotten sick the first time, or you might have gotten a little bit high off of it. You'll never reach the euphoric point that you reached when you first did it, and you chased that kind of thing and i do believe that like they talk about it and you do chase the buzz or the high or whatever and i've been in situations where i'm like well this is the greatest night ever because you're having a good night and then i've been in the same situation say with the same amount of drinks or beers in me where i'm like this is the worst night ever so Mm. alcohol i think is the only thing that's described as a um you know a what is it? A, a high and a low? You know, it's the only drug that's a. Uh, well, it's because that's what that that's what we're used to. Is I mean, we're used to that feeling of alcohol giving us the high and low, those highs and lows. Rounding third says, but yet we still chase it, and that's just it. We always. That's the thing about alcohol with me, and why I don't. One of the reasons I can't do it anymore is because you're always chasing that buzz, that feeling of after you've had two to four beers, if you will. You're always chasing, and it's always that the good feeling. night, right? It's never the bad night. You go, yeah. You go, yeah. Uh, well, look, you know, like uh, there's years ago where you post a picture where you're still proud of the picture, and you're you're pounding like a 16 ounce Pabst or something, and so that was a good night for you, but you had the bad nights to go with it. So, so you're proud of that night. Like alcohol didn't play a part in it, but it did, you know, but then when you have a bad night, it's like, you don't want to talk about that. It's like, well, I won't post that picture of the bad night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I mean, as we, I don't know, I know Eric doesn't drink that much. uh, And I I think as we get older, uh, most of us don't drink as much as we used to. And the select few people that we know that still do drink a lot, we feel sorry for and we notice uh, what it's done to them. Uh, We are at that age uh, where, uh, you know, the long-term effects of drinking like that really do take its toll. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 I, I can't say to somebody, get it together when I don't have it together. Like I live my life. I have a good life. I work hard, but I can't say to somebody who drinks a few beers, get it together because I know I like my beers, you know? So sure. It's a sure. weird dichotomy, you know? Yeah. Uh, Boney entered the studio. Welcome Boney. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's just uh, you never drink to get to that shitty night, but it happens. You're right. Rounding third. And one thing I tell myself is just like when I used to drink, there were some nights where I had a really good time. There were some nights I had a really bad time. So doesn't that happen when you're sober as well and you go out socially? There's going to be times yes. where it's going to go well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. probably times where it's not going to go shitty, but it's not going to be as good as maybe the week before or whatever. So well, I, I you're going to ha- that's called life, isn't it? It's it like, exactly, exactly. No, like yeah. your expectations uh, are a part of that too. Like you go, I'm going to go out and have a great night. I'm going to meet a girl or whatever. I'm going to meet uh, people, and then your expectations are what usually collapse your night. 
you know, I think. We're all so serious. Yeah. Eric, how are you doing? You holding yeah. up okay? Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. good. I'm getting good. lit. You're getting lit. Eric, <laughs> make uh, Eric, make a joke like you always do. Just take us down a level and just be like, you know what? Hey, listen, You're... Stout, you, you can't put me on the spot like that. It's just not going to happen. And he just he okay. just told a joke. He All just right. said, it's, as it, we're talking yeah, about I'm trying, as we're talking I can't about alcohol. Pull that stuff. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. I, I, I just you. can't pull that stuff out of out of my butt. Out of your um, butthole. It's, it's got to be natural. Out of your butt. All uh, right. Bony, yeah. So Boney just... You just got to fat it out. Yeah. It's interesting <laughs> how the interlopers come in here and just leave after 10 seconds. I guess I'm guilty of that, too. Uh, teach his own. Uh, well, Boney. Boney, thank you for entering. And I hope you and uh, Boney's no longer listening. So <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> he's a Boney. He Boney. Uh, <laughs> uh, Boney. I wonder if that's a. I wonder if that's a marijuana reference. You know, like smoking a bone. Uh, if that's how he got his name, or, or he's always he, got an erection. Maybe he's just skinny. Never know. Or maybe or he's, he's skinny. skinny. Maybe he just always has a hat on. And maybe he's just had a. Oh yeah. Maybe he's just got a hat on. Dude. He's just full time. I had a dream the other night that I had a hat on full time, like in school, like embarrassed to get up. Yeah. So, hey, Wick, welcome to the uh, Wicked Awesome Podcast, Wick. And he just said, smoking a lone weed bone. That's right. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, There we go. Do you guys, do you have dreams, uh, Eric and, and Matt? Do you have dreams about being a kid? in school and not making it or not graduating or having a sweaty butt after gym class or, gotcha, or uh, embarrassment. Do you guys have those dreams like today? Oh yeah. All the time. All the time. You do. Yeah. Oh, all the do time. you Eric? I, I have a dream. Uh, the dream I have about high school is uh, wandering around trying to find my class and I can't find my classroom. That's that's the dream I have. Really? Yeah, I'm like, and I'm looking at the schedule, and it's all screwed up, and I just I I can't find my classroom. I'm I'm not where I'm supposed to. Because you remember the first day, it was always we got our schedule. It was that piece of paper, and you couldn't. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you said that because, like, dreams develop, and I couldn't imagine being a kid like in Florida. Eric, this. The schools I work on, I'm on the biggest campus in Volusia County. It is bigger than a, co- a college campus. It is so confusing. I'm like, how do these kids even navigate? It's so yeah. upsetting <clears throat> to me. And I have I have dreams about, actually, with you guys, I can't play music. Like, I can't remember words. I have dreams right. that we're playing somewhere else. I can't talk to Alan. Alan's trying to guide me. I have, like, I never graduated. I have that dream all the time. I never oh, graduated. Yeah, I have that dream, yeah. Yeah. Do People you really? More in, oh, yeah. Well, uh, it's typically with me, it's uh, it goes back to college because I put so much pressure on myself to get good grades and what and what have you. So it would be it's so the typical dream is I don't have assignments done and they're due. I'm going to fail. Yeah. And then every yeah. once in a while, it'll go to high school where it's the same type of thing. I haven't been to school in like multiple days. And I'm not going to graduate. Yeah, so I have those dreams. Yeah. Oh, God, Wick wants to call in. Okay, Wick, I'm going to look. Who's uh, no, Wick? He, uh, he, actually, I think he just accidentally, he, he butt dialed. Yeah, redux potential must be high to dream vividly at night. Let him call in. Who's Wick? Let's talk to him. Yeah, uh, Wick, uh, he can call Is in. Is this John I, I, Wick? 
no, he's uh, he's got his last name that ends in Wick. I won't say his last name, but that's how he got Wick. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to call in? We'll let you call in. We got a few minutes left, uh, uh, but yeah, we'll let you. I'll, I'll invite you in. Okay. Okay. So Wick's going to call quiet. in. I'll keep quiet. Hey, Wick. How you doing? Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Podcast. How are you? Good. How are you tonight? Or is it night over there? It's night over here. It just got dark. It's almost completely dark. It's kind of like dusk. Oh, so you're are you on the west coast? I assume. We're in uh, Toronto. Oh, you're in Toronto. Like okay. South central Ontario, kind of like almost right in the middle of the whole country, is really what it is. Uh, nice. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So there's yeah. like four lovely ladies smoking cigarettes in front of me, and there's a few people out on the patio still, and we're in front of the liquor control board of Ontario, and the damn thing's closed. So then I turned on my pod and I'm like, did I hear weed <laughs> or something? <laughs> I see. And then you guys were talking about dreaming. And he's I, all he's all letter Kenny over here. I love this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys yeah. know what do you guys know what redox potential is? What's re- no, no explain. but we're gonna we're gonna give the floor to you and please explain. Here it is. It's so simple because I do what's called kindergarten quantum molecular biology because i'm only in like grade one and the guy i learn off is probably going to have a nobel peace prize eventually so all it is is how many electrons does your body hold and how many do you let it get blasted off your body by rotten stuff like uh emf from your phone two 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 trillion two trillion is my answer wow well the the mitochondria which are the small bacteria that produce all of our energy need all of those electrons so that they can you know, fend off all of the nastiness around us. Right. So basically, yeah. if you're if you're not dreaming at least a little bit and you don't remember them each night, then it's probably possible that you, and I'm not giving this as a definitive answer, but in many, many cases, it's the truth nowadays. The more technology you use, the less you're going to dream. So, mm. and I realized this um, was true because then I went to jail but- because of COVID. They put us in quarantine, right? Like they send you to jail to go to quarantine. Mm-hmm. And then there's no electronics, there's no nothing, and you're in a big, huge Faraday cage, which is a big metal box filled with concrete, and they're not even allowed to bring their cell phones in. And all of a sudden, I started having vivid dreams again. I was like, wow, Dr. Cruz was right. <laughs> but don't you agree uh, that um, that if you don't dream, you may be in a lesser positive state, and when you do dream, you might be thinking about the world around you, or how, do, how does that work? It's possible, but... One thing that I always go back to is I just say, if the biology is healthy, <clears throat> then everything else will work out how it's supposed to. For example, if someone came to me and said, I want to lose 30 pounds, I'm like, great, that'll eventually happen. Now let's make you eat properly. And then whenever that happens, it'll happen when you're healthy and you'll be at the right weight and you'll look at yourself in the mirror and go, holy crap, he was right. But it was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. So how much work, how much work would it take? So it's, it's kinetics. So how much work would it take? Right. So the kinetics, there's six principles. There's six principles that you have to follow. It has nothing to do with supplements. It doesn't cost any money. No, I got you. I got, I see where you're going, but it's actually the kinetics of work. Sure. Okay. So my, my degree from university at York, which is probably like, it's up there in the top five of its class in terms of health science and kinesiology. I, I have a kinesiology background. Cool. So okay. that really comes down to folding and unfolding proteins. And then the most modern science tells us that even thinking about your neurochemicals as things that float around in your head is actually not correct anymore because they actually are like little micro machines that pull ATP, well, they use ATP from the mitochondria to pull 
little things across tiny invisible tendrils of like almost electromagnetic energy in your brain. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a new, new stuff. You're not going to hear this on Joe Rogan, but you <laughs> might hear it on mine, which is called Wick because I'm from Keswick. Yeah, my yeah, yeah. dad used to call me Wick. So I just said, I'm just going to call myself Wick because some nice. people used to call me that in school. And I didn't have a television, so I read a lot of books when I was a little kid. So cool. Good. Cool. Good. Well, I am so happy that you're Canadian because I am struggling. Yeah, hey. I'm, I'm struggling hey. to get... Yeah, I'm struggling to get Canadian listeners, and I can't figure out. I'm why. here, man. Like, I'll, I will, I will share this out, and uh, but tell uh, us I more a, because you're scientifically. I've got a ton of people. Thanks. I've got a ton of people up here that are from all walks of life, from like police officers to fitness people to like. Okay, great. Jake but Butler tell us more about what you're awesome. what you're promoting. I want to know what you're promoting. I'm promoting. I am promoting mitochondrial health yes that is we what know is. that so basically yes, yes. if the mitochondria are healthy then everything yeah. else in your body will run properly and your whole life will actually run properly so what i so do you believe say, you could take chlorophyll pills and put them inside your body and you'll smell better you actually do i've done that test three times now and i do know that it you have totally clear stuff up but it does yeah. take you on okay. the way to cleaning your blood because it gives you certain does it really? power of the mitochondria. Yeah. The, okay. Once, okay. A lot of people don't take in enough fish products like iodine, kelp, stuff like that because right, like right. the reverse. Omegas. It's almost things. like the back end of the system where we make all the energy. And, and it might look on paper like plants work differently than us, but we actually do exactly the same photosynthesis. But we, we have learned over time to get in the way of our own selves. Sure. Man, this is really interesting. But yeah, I'm glad you called in, Wick. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, uh, I'm gonna be on the. I've, I've been. I'm gonna be by invite sometime on the John DeVito show, and I don't know okay, when. Okay, yeah, is, I, I'm one aware of his, of that one of his one of his family is uh, rather ill, so whenever he's ready. But in the meantime, if you ever need someone to come on and talk about anything to do with health, I'll put my Quora. I write on Quora. And mm-hmm. I'll put my Quora thing up here, and if anyone wants to ask me questions, even then, I can. All right, Wick, I, I like it. I like it. It's so far, I like you. And I but just I, randomly just punched you guys up, and I'm like, I must. No, that's great. I, I love you, but so I also ask about um, uh, as far as antioxidants. What do you recommend for the skin and also the inside of the body and skin on the outside? Because okay, I live in a sunny really state where it's real. Well, it's really uh, sunny here, and I, I have problems now that probably spur from 20 years ago. So I, I'm actually yeah. interested. I, I want to know. Okay. So, okay, repeat that question again. Antioxidants. Okay, antioxidants are also known as reactive oxygen species, or they could be. Is that uh, is that a vitamin molecules. C? Would no, it be more so, of a so, vitamin so C? So a, react, a reactive oxygen species means that it is an oxygen and it's missing something, and it's going around hunting it down. And it's hunting different electrons and different molecules to attach to itself to make itself into one whole thing, if you want to look at it that way on a very basic level. Right. Okay. So nice. the reason why having antioxidants sometimes is not a good idea is because the mitochondria, their nucleus actually, well, they live, the mitochondria, there's somewhere anywhere from 500 to 3,000 per cell. And there's somewhere like 17 trillion cells, which means there's nine quadrillion mitochondria. And at any one moment, how they communicate with our cell is like how much reactive oxygen species is being produced by the energy that's like, well, the energy pathways of the mitochondria. 
So basically, nice. if you take too much antioxidants, you're suppressing the ability of the body to communicate with the mitochondria, which are actually supplying the power. <laughs> so that would almost be like washing your hands too much with antibacteria when you yes. need a little bit of bacteria. That's that's really, wow, that's I like right? that's a really That's really good. That's actually really good. That's, yeah, really that's what I, I, I he get, You know he what, Matthew? I like drunk. this guy. <laughs> Shut up. Eric, I'm not drunk. I, I, I really enjoy I didn't say I didn't say you. Well, there's yeah. gotta, you gotta be good because there's another <laughs> Eric. There's an Eric on the show, so we got we got, got Eric two Eric's. And, and Charles show it's Charles C Stout. Well don't don't care uh, about Chris. this Eric Chris. that's in our show because he's No, I'm just kidding. Chris. I love Eric. Shut up, Chris. What? Well, gentlemen, uh, we're at the last 30 seconds of the two hours (laughs) before, but Hey, Wick, thanks for calling in. Uh, so keep Wick. You guys have me on. That's the point. Keep, keep Wick involved. Okay. We got to light the Wick. We'll light it up. (laughs) Yeah. Light the Wick. (laughs) Fucking light her up. Light the Wick and chuck the spear. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I love you guys. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Have a good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining the podcast. All right, bye.